Oh, yes. It's Tuesday. After another epic weekend in sports. Let's break it down, Brad. Hit the high point. Let's go. Yeah, that felt good. We are back. It is Backdoor Cover. I am Micah. I'm joined by Brad Key. Brad, Micah. So uh, I was so confused when I turned this thing on and like it was super loud in my ears, like eardrum bleeding loud. And I was like, what is going on here? And I was like, do I just have everything on too loud? No, no, no. Old Mitch came in here on Saturday and did his uh, his serious satellite XM radio show and turned my headphone speakers up to about eight decibels too high. So that's a real statement of fact, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. For those of uh, you that are longtime backdoor cover listeners, uh, our friend Can't Miss Mitch is now appearing regularly on Sirius XM radios. I think it's the Fantasy Channel, something like he's that. He's becoming their gambling expert. So he's still only giving away all of the picks each week, though, on the Backdoor Cover Patreon. His standard gambling stuff is on the Patreon. He's doing fantasy uh, bets as well on on uh, Sirius. So he's getting reps all over the board. He's just he's a gambling incredible. guru. Yeah, that's right. He, but uh, you, can, uh, he, you can get his picks for every game in the National Football League, uh, courtesy of the Value Index algorithm at uh, Backdoor Cover's Patreon page. I think mm. it's patreon.com. Just search backdoor slash cover, backdoor cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh perfect, Micah. You perfectly recapped. And so last week, and we talked about this. I had a diaper party. Mitch was clearly a uh, participant during the diaper party. Mitch jumped on Sirius XM and uh, ripped off a forty-five minute uh, uh, fantasy sports episode. Uh, I, I so have a lot of props for Mitch. He, he's a Mitch he's a grinder, up, man. Mitch showed up to the party. He was the only person who took his shirt off. He was. Now, granted. The temperature was like 90 degrees, so it wasn't inappropriate. Uh-huh. Uh, and Brad uh-huh. does have a pool. It was outdoors. It, so he didn't do gone. this inside. Yeah. But he then just proceeded to walk around the house shirtless and then do a serious XM radio show for 45 minutes. It was incredible. I found out he's got his name tattooed on his back in Hebrew letters. And I was like, I don't I don't know what this says. And he's like, it's, it's Hebrew. You shouldn't know what that says, Brad. So mm. Hebrew for Mitch. You know oh, what else he did that was pretty epic? He, uh, he said, who is this uh, distinguished older gentleman here that's your friend? Who's that? And I was like, it's my dad. And he's like, oh, man, he looks very distinguished. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> so Mr. Barry wow. got props from Mitch. Can't miss Mitch. Yeah, Big I, fan. We also saw the moment where Barry met Mitch for the first time. Yep. And, uh, and Peter the Irish guy. Although I think he's met Peter. He's met Peter before. But yeah, yeah he, he met Mitch. He said, I, I know all about you. And then Mitch was clearly confused and had no idea who he was. So it makes sense that. He just thought he was a distinguished older man. Mitch, like, who's this old guy that's creeping on my corner? I'm the old guy that hangs out with you guys. Well, Poor. shouts to Mitch. Shouts, shouts to, to Barry. Mitch. Big shouts to Barry. Uh, big shouts to Gars uh, for putting together the greatest diaper party I've ever been to. Also, mm. the only diaper party I've ever been to. Yeah, let me give you one. It there was you go, Gars. truly lit. And big shouts to Tommy Want Wingy. You weren't lying, Brad. You've been talking about these wings for years. They delivered. One of the hardest uh, groups to uh, nail down. It turns out they don't have uh, set store hours. So Garza talked to them the week before leading up. He's like, okay, I'm going to come at 1130. I want to order these. They're like, cool, great. It was just some kid at the counter. He's like, yeah, that'll give us plenty of time. Garza shows up at 1130 and they're like, well, this place doesn't even open up till 230 today because Texas kicks at 230. And they're like, you don't have standard uh, hours of operation, do you? And they're like, no, 
No, no, no. We just help them when we feel like it. So well, they, they may not be running a great business, but they have an excellent product. Those the product is superb. But uh, yeah, shouts, yeah. shouts to Tommy. Hard to wrangle down. Well, uh, we had a great time. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you and, and to your wife, who isn't listening to this podcast for, for allowing us to take over your backyard. Mm-hmm. Thanks to my wife, who picked me up from the party. Very nice. You know, uh, there were a couple takers of the early bird CBD. They were like, we were talking through it. It was pre-party. We were setting up, getting the margarita machine in line. And uh, there was some discussion about uh, the gummies, the edibles. There were some folks that had traveled in from Virginia uh, and from Arkansas, oddly enough, some of my buddies. And I said, you Far know what? Yeah, I said, you know what? The best fucking gummies on the planet are in that right there in the MWBK studios. I introduced them to uh, Early Bird and uh, all was all was well, man. Just resounding love. Everybody likes the product, and you can too. That's right, Very baby. Good. Here's your. Yeah, uh, here's vibes, your. Uh, go ahead, Mike. The vibes were immaculate, and uh, I think a lot of it had to do with the early bird. Go to exactly. earlybirdcbd. Earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code ALGO. A L G O. Save twenty percent at earlybirdcbd.com. They're full spectrum hemp gummies that you can feel. You don't want to miss it. Go get them now. Uh, earlybirdcbd.com. If you've got some buddies driving, uh, like, you know, nine to 18 hours to hang out and, and binge drink for, you know, five, six hours and give you, you diapers, it'd be a good idea to have some early bird on hand. And there's probably many other options. Party favor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, They're very, uh, they come in like little four packs. So it's, you know, it's easy dosages, pretty, pretty easy to hand out, distribute. So, uh, boys. Most famously distributed as a party favor at Wilda Freeze's son's first birthday party. And also, uh, it is a microdose, so it's fairly responsible. If you're going to be... It's very cool. Know, don't give them to children. Not a good idea. In fact, uh, don't even think about it. Stock up, fam. Earlybirdcbd.com slash owl, or not slash, just use promo code algo. Do All it. right. On to the program. Uh, lots of stuff going on in college football. Lots of stuff in an eventful NFL weekend, including a lot of up. Uh, upsets. I want to start though with Texas A&M. Okay. Because Jimbo, uh, I despise. Clearly. And uh, apparently three players have been uh, suspended. Uh, The Aggies are on a three game losing streak. Now three uh, true freshmen have been suspended for violating team rules. There are some rumors we're not going to get into. Uh, Things are not looking good. I want to know what the rumors are, Michael. Why are you going to do that to me? The rumor, according to the group chat that I had, mm-hmm. which was record, which came from Texags, which got credit for reporting this on ESPN.com, mm-hmm. is there was marijuana involved. Oh my God! That dirty weed. There was freshmen smoking weed. Apparently, that never uh, happens. The Aggies also lost a trio of offensive linemen for the rest of the season. Two guys who started four games this season, and then another guy who started two games are out, all out for the end of the year. Is this from the weeds? Uh, this is not from the weeds. This is this from is injury. Due to injury. Okay, cool. You got to you got to specify sometimes, you know. Yeah, so there's three true freshmen that are suspended and now three offensive linemen out for the rest of the year. Uh, I did retweet today Jimbo Fisher's record, which, uh, you know, it's really fun to do when they lose three games in a row. Um, hang on. I have to pull it up because I, I really enjoy it. While you're pulling uh, five it up. Years, oh, yeah, go ahead. Texas A&M has paid Jimbo $35.25 million for a 37-18 and 18 record. That's 672 or 62 
I'm sorry, 67.2% winning percentage. Mm. Uh, the Aggies paid Kevin Sumlin $35 million with a buyout mm-hmm. in six years with a 51 and 26, a 66% winning percentage. Uh, basically, per win, the Aggies paid Sumlin almost 700 k and they've paid Fisher 952 k mm. Well, probably all of the money that they're paying him is from uh, beating Alabama. Uh, so that makes it all worth it uh, in the eyes of A&M faithful, I would imagine. One quick take here, Micah. If you're going to get suspended for smoking the weeds, you got to go like Laramie Tunsil and get busted with the, the weed-smoking gas mask. That's that's my take. you got to go fair. all in. 55 games into his head coaching uh, tenure at Texas A&M, mm. Jimbo Fisher is 37-18. and 18. Kevin Sumlin was 39 and 16. Mm. RC Slocum, by the way, 43 and 11. I think it's the quality of wins that are not being considered here because uh, Jimbo's got some big boy wins in, under his belt. Uh, he's got at least one. And he uh, goes toe to toe with a homeboy in the offseason with Saban talking shit. Wow. Yeah, they almost got him this year, too. Uh, also on the home front, staying in Texas, Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, apologized on Monday after the Longhorns lost 41-34 to Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what he apologized for, Brad? Not did he leave game. before the Eyes of Texas got sang? He did. But the Eyes I'll of Texas are considered bad right now, right? Uh, as you know, I mm-hmm. owe an apology to Longhorn Nation. Mm. I made a mistake at the end of the game not singing the Eyes of Texas when the game was done. That was not anything intentional. It was just something to do with our players. I think our players followed me up the ramp on the locker room, obviously upset by the way the game ended. Uh, the song has been a subject of controversy over the last few years as the school has reckoned with its origins, likely tied to a minstrel show sung by performers in blackface. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, they gave up 14 in the fourth quarter uh, and lost 41-34, and that ain't going to cut it, baby. They didn't score any points in the fourth, so... Uh, yeah, that's a, that's enough to make you frustrated. Texas, uh, it's always one step forward, one step back. Yeah. Or so it appears. Oklahoma State's good, though. I mean, I, you know, they should. it was shocking to me that they were six-and-a-half-point road favorites against Oklahoma State. It made no that, sense. It didn't make a lick of their sense. Their only loss was that double overtime game at TCU. Why would Texas possibly be favored on the road against an Oklahoma State team? Uh, I did get that. It was one of my key picks this week. So Ooh. shouts to me. Yeah, I took uh, uh, the Okies, the Okies as well. There may have been some injuries on uh, Oklahoma State, but whatever. Regardless, there's no reason for Texas to be a favorite at Okie State. More college football news before we uh, run through some of the results from last week. Kirby Smart uh, wants to do a home-and-home home series against Florida. This is opposed to the world's largest outdoor cocktail party being played in Jacksonville, Mm. where the game has been played since 1933, except for 1994 and 1995. That cannot be a popular proposal, can it? Like, why would you want to kill Jacksonville? Yeah. I don't understand. But it's cool. The, 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 it's the largest outdoor cocktail party is the fucking shit. Why would you want to mess that up? I mean, I get it. You want to have home home, but Kirby wants recruiting, um, Hmm. Wants recruiting advantages. He doesn't like that they, um, that the kids, like they can leave the kids tickets, but they can't host them. Hmm. But you can do that if you're home? Yes. I see. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. 
whatever. We'll see where the uh, guaranteed money is, that contract up at the end of 2023, maybe a negotiation tactic. Mm. Fair enough. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, that's, that's, uh, what were your big takeaways from the action on the field this weekend, Brad? Uh, I was sad to see UCLA go down. Uh, Pac 12 after dark, uh, their last contender went down to Oregon. Turn out the lights. Yeah, soft core city, baby. Uh, it's all over. Uh, UCLA loses 45-30 to, uh, to Oregon. I think that's where game day was at as well. That's correct. Did you see yeah. Oregon's unis? Uh, I did. It it looked, I mean, it like the person who made those must have been like on Molly or something. It was a uh, rave look to uh, to that that outfit. So uh, it was bizarre. Shouts. Yeah. I was, I was ready to party, but whatever. The pink numbers was weird and the, a lot of, a lot of neon. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like a, an EDM show. So they had fun. Well, let's run. Won. We'll just quickly run through the top 25, uh, last from the action last week. Number okay. one, Georgia was off on a buy. Ohio state kicked the shit out of Iowa. Iowa is now three and four. Uh, Kirk Ferentz's son is getting a lot of heat as the offensive coordinator. They stink. Uh, Ohio State now seven and zero. Tennessee is now seven and zero. They beat UT Martin. That doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemson survives against Syracuse with a seventeen point unanswered fourth quarter comeback to beat Syracuse at Clemson twenty seven twenty one. The big story here: the true freshman uh, from Westlake mm-hmm. uh, quarter quarterback comes in for DJU uh, to rally Clemson past Syracuse despite four turnovers. Um, and they have a dude named Shipley who mm-hmm. had 27 carries for 172 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, Klebnik only threw two for four passes for 19 yards. It's not like he orchestrated some sort of great <laughs> amount of offense here. He he was handing the ball off. But regardless, he came in uh, and the uh, tide turned. So, Can we uh, talk about something that's incredibly lame? Okay. As Clemson improves to 8-0, Syracuse falls to 6-1. and one. Did you know that Clemson fans stormed the field after every game? Yes. Oh, no, I didn't know after every game. I know they stormed after Syracuse, and it was so embarrassing, but I didn't know they did it. I think they do it after every game, and it's really embarrassing. Well, if that's the case, it's less embarrassing than the fact that they did. I thought they just stormed because Syracuse was a ranked team. I was like, this is fucking embarrassing. I don't know. Maybe somebody can get at us on this, but I I read somewhere that they do it after every game. Mm. Well, there was no point scored in the second half by uh, Syracuse and Clemson put up 17 in the fourth quarter to win 27-21. So, uh, yeah, big uh, collapse by Syracuse, who they're pretty tough, man. Their quarterback, Schrader, can play. Uh, he was really fun to watch. So, uh, Syracuse, pretty spicy, man. Indeed. But uh, their season is now, their perfect season is over. Mm. Okay. What you got next? Sorry. Uh, let's see. Alabama kicked the shit out of Mississippi State, thirty to six, in a game that wasn't really that close. Bryce Young is back and looking very good. Uh, Alabama now seven and one, the top ranked one loss team in the country. Another one loss team now is Ole Miss, who goes to LSU and gets walloped, forty five to twenty, outscored by twenty eight to zero in the second half. Uh, Ole Miss now seven and one, their perfect season over. Um, this was a surprising result for me, especially I think Ole Miss was off 14 to three, uh, in the first half or might've been 17 to three in the first quarter. It was 14, three. Yeah. And then they get whipped 45, 20 at LSU. 
I'm not really sure how that happens, but JT Daniels, uh, is JT Daniels at LSU? Or where, he's at like nine different schools. I forget who it is. But, <laughs> Daniels is the quarterback at LSU. Yeah, but it's not JT Daniels. It's, it's somebody Jay else. Daniels. Jaden. Uh, Jaden Daniels. Yeah. JT Daniels is at West Virginia. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, anyway, uh, an impressive win for LSU, who's now, don't look now, they're now 6-2 and two and ranked. Uh, again, mm. TCU continues to be undefeated. They're seven and zero, knocking off Kansas State at home, thirty-eight twenty-eight. Another uh, second half comeback. Yeah, they're getting TCU. their ass whipped there for a minute. TCU. Yeah, wins. TCU outscores K State twenty-one nothing in the second half to win by ten. Uh, TCU ten and zero, or seven and zero, I should say. <laughs> and K State falls to five and two, uh, three and one in the Big Twelve. Uh, you mentioned earlier, Oregon 45, UCLA 30. Uh, Bo Nix goes for five touchdown passes. Shouts to him. And uh, both those teams now 6-1. and one. Is he Oregon related to Stevie Nix? Conference. Have we got confirmed yet? I don't believe so. He's from <laughs> Alabama, so probably not. Okay. Probably not. Uh, we talked about Oklahoma State beating Texas 41-34. Mm-hmm. They outscored Texas 14-0 in the fourth quarter to win that game at home. Uh Okie State now six and one, three and one in conference. Wake Forest kicks the ship out of Boston College, 43-15 to, to improve to six and one and two and one in the ACC. Uh Penn State beats the hell out of Minnesota. What a weird year it's been for Minnesota. 45-17. Penn State six and one. Cincinnati goes to SMU and wins. They're six and one, 29-27. And number 25, Tulane is now seven and one. And uh, a 38-28 winner over Memphis. Yeah, we poo-pooed Tulane earlier this year. Uh, apologies to Tulane. Y'all legit, it would appear. We sure did. The top video on uh, ESPN's college football site is called Why Texas A&M is, quote, Bad Vibe Central. Mm. It's very funny. Okay. All right, let's quickly run through the National Football League. Okay. Uh, the big headline this week was uh, a lot of upsets and Big surprises, I would say. Okay. Who's Whenever the you have, well, the biggest is Tom Brady and the Patriots getting smoked by the Panthers, twenty-one to three. A Panthers team that is dead, trading away their players and still kicks the shit out of Tampa. Uh, that is a division game, but still a huge surprise. The other big surprise with Hall of Fame quarterback is uh, Green Bay losing. Um, the Cheeseheads lose for the second game in a row, this time to another shit team, the Commanders. Led by uh, to Heineke. Have I, did, you, Heineke. did you read the text I sent you earlier this week about yes, what Heineke does? I love it. So for the audience, when he when Heineke wins, he's got a, in his contract, he gets paid 120 or 110 somewhere in that range, $110,000 if he plays 60% of the game that, and it results in a win. And what Heineke does when this happens, his celebratory uh, – whatever the way he celebrates this is the next day he goes to the facility and he orders a custom pair of Jordans in the color scheme of the team that he beat. So he's got some, uh, some cheese head custom J's coming his way uh, after beating Aaron Rodgers. He got Tampa Bay last year, if you recall. So he's got a couple of, uh, he's got a couple of, of uh, badass J's coming his way. I also love that the Packers have lost two games in a row, and, or actually three games in a row. Mm. But for the second consecutive week, the opposing team just put on a cheesehead hat <laughs> as they walked out of the stadium, which is just such just relentless disrespect, hazing, basically yeah. total disrespect. Yeah. Um, Matt Ryan has disrespected himself and his family. He has been benched. Mm. Your boy Sam Ellinger 
from Westlake High School. And uh, Texas. And the University of Texas. We're back! That guy uh, <laughs> that has guy. been named the Colts starter for the rest of the season. Colts are only 3-3-1 three, three and one and a half game out of first place. I mean, the division uh, they sucks. Got, the, yeah, they got beat by the, the Titans who have come back and righted the ship here. Titans now 4-2 and two, that game, 19-10 to 10, mm-hmm. uh, in Nashville. Um, let's see. Cowboys look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Although, granted, five turnovers from the Lions, and they're terrible. Cowboys 24 to six over the Lions. It's fun having a good defense, man. Like that's fun. It makes things like just more predictable. And like the chances of the Cowboys winning is just so much greater now that they've got a reliable defense and uh superstar Michael Parsons. I love the Cowboys. They're fun to watch this year. And Trayvon Diggs. I mean, dude just makes interceptions every week. It's crazy. He knows how to catch it. That's for sure. Uh, Joe Burrow had a huge game. As the Bengals stomped all over the Falcons, this was the breakout performance I've been waiting for all season. Mm-hmm. And of course, I benched the most valuable fantasy player I oh. have on my team, uh, and I still put up 180 points this week. So, shouts to me. Yeah, top top point uh, dog in the league, Mike. Congratulations on your win. The other big story this week: the Jets and Giants continue to win. Giants win, uh, improved to six and one, 23-17 over the Jaguars in uh, Florida. Big shots are, yeah, this game was in Florida. And also the Jets go to the Broncos, who are just absolutely an all-time miserable uh, disaster. Dumpster fire. Broncos fall to 2-5 and five without Russell Wilson this week. But the Jets now 5-2 and two with, a, with an impressive win. Um, yeah, as you may remember, after week one, I talked about how, how depressing and sad it was to be in New York City. Not uh, anymore. In week one, when both these teams were just absolutely terrible, Jets fans, even like totally without hope, uh, the Jets are pretty interesting with Wilson running around back there, and uh, they are now five and two, and the Giants are six and one. And did you know this, Brad? I will be in New York this weekend. What? We'll see if fortunes have changed for New York football fans uh, while I'm there mm. uh, this weekend. I will be in Brooklyn. The atmosphere will hipsters. be far different, and. Uh, Have- Another thing that you probably don't know, Micah, you're playing me this week, and I'm a little scared. I'm Ooh. unbeaten this week. I can't go down to you. You can't be my first loss this season. So, you're uh, in big, big trouble. I'm, I'm shaking in my boots over here, man. Uh, loser has to eat uh, two early birds. Ooh, that's a, that's a privilege, sir, but okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so that's happening. Hey, did I tell you about the restaurant we're going to on Friday? Mm-mm. Let me hear. It's called Laser Wolf. Laser Wolf. Okay. And it's a it's a modern Israeli uh Israeli restaurant. Are wolves Brooklyn. prevalent in Israeli culture? I don't believe so. Okay. All right. Uh it's it's a How about lasers? I don't think so. It's a reference <laughs> to fiddler on the roof or something. I, I don't know, but I'm excited about it. You're just there and, for the food, uh, baby. Oh, your boy is going to be feasting. Have you looked at the menu? Have you picked what you're going to order for your main? Uh, I have I have looked at the menu, but I have yet to make a decision. Okay. What no happens rush. is they, no rush. they bring you out like fifteen little appetizer things. Ooh, I like that. Everybody gets that. Like you get hummus and baba ganoush and like mm. pickles and like literally they bring you like ten things on the tray. It's like cultural extravaganza. This sounds awesome. Oh man! Oh, I am hyped. It seems pretty Brooklyn hipster too. So shouts to the good people at Laser Wolf. I will be there. You got a pair of Friday. skinny jeans to wear. Uh, my jeans are pretty skinny. Okay. I got big legs. That a boy. Uh, let's just run through a couple other. Uh, we basically made it through the whole the whole. Uh, 
All the important ones. Here. We didn't talk about Chiefs Niners, but you know. Ravens beat the Browns. I'm glad to see the Browns are now two and five. That makes me happy. Uh, the Raiders beat the Texans in a game that nobody could possibly care about, mm. even though they scored 21 points in the fourth quarter to, to run away with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Seahawks are four and three. They beat the Chargers. They're fucking who good. Are also four and three. Yeah. The Chargers just stink, man. The Chargers just, stinks, and the Seahawks are good. They just don't have it. They're the exact opposite the two teams are of each other. I expect you the Chargers know, Smith is like pretty good. He's legit. I think he's man. leading the league in in uh, completion percentage. He's having fun. Uh, the big games. Well, the, the biggest game of the week was the Chiefs uh, stomping the 49ers in San Well, Santa Clara, wherever they play. Wherever, yeah. Uh, um, that offense looks amazing. They they got everybody going. Juju's running and pass uh, catching and. Hardman caught two touchdowns, and the Chiefs just, they look like a machine. They used Hardman like he was uh, essentially Debo Samuel. It was cold as ice. They were just handing yeah. off jet sweeps to Hardman, and he scored two touchdowns rushing. Uh, I loved it, man. That's cold as shit if you go and, like, that's the that's the San Francisco, like, whatever brand, and you just go in there and just use their own shit on them and, and pretty much curb stomp them. Like, that was a good beating. So, uh, I didn't. Yeah, forty-four points on that defense is rough. 49ers defense. Chiefs are five and two. Yeah, Niners fall to three and four. They need to get their shit together. Mm. Uh, They still got a long way to go, though. I mean, they can beat the Seahawks. They're that division still uh, perhaps ripe for the taking. That Niners offense is going to be freaky with McCaffrey, who's arguably the best receiving running back, and Debo, who's arguably the best rushing receiver. Like they could do everything in terms of switching people out and doing just funky, freaky offensive shit. I'm excited to watch that kind of come into uh, to mature, if you will, Micah. So I'm gonna be on. The, I'm gonna be watching that. I did not watch the Sunday night game because mm. it was the Dolphins and Steelers. I just couldn't care. No one scored in the second half, and thankfully, Tua did not have another concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolphins improved to four and three, and then last night's Monday night game, another shocker. The Bears go to, to Foxborough and win 33-14 over the Patriots. Uh, just a bananas. I think game. they I think it's got to be Zappy's show. What isn't it? Matt Jones started, had a pretty shitty start through a pick. Zappy did come in. in he didn't relief. do much better, but yeah. Uh, they didn't score in the second half, so it couldn't have been that good. But two picks by Zap Zap. Zappy time is not having not not as fun as it used to be, I suppose. It's, it's Zappy Zappy hour is what I was going for. Zappy on yeah. shots. Yeah. All right. We got two more minutes on the pod, Brad. Okay. What are your first week impressions of the National Basketball Association? Ooh, I wasn't quite ready for this, but I I can be ready on the spot here. Uh the you want Lakers, me to put 24 seconds on the clock. Yeah, just ring me up, baby. The Lakers are in trouble, boy. They are in trouble. Have you been watching seeing all this Kirk Goldsberry statistics yes. that he's posting on Instagram? It is so cold, and it's just about how none of them can shoot worth a damn other than LeBron. But I mean LeBron can only do so much, and like every single highlight I see is the the Lakers just getting clowned. It'll be LeBron throwing up a air ball from the logo, or you know people not closing out on eighty, uh, all sorts of bullshit. And then uh, Russ, when they did, did you see the Russ time versus Dame time? I sent that to you. Oh, it was God. my favorite piece of social media content this week. They showed Russ throw up a brick, and then Dame came back down the other way and just iced him with Dame time, cold as ice, man. I saw something that. That shot, Russell was the first player in like nine seasons mm-hmm. to sh- to shoot a jump shot <laughs> with more than 15 seconds left on the shot clock with his team winning by one point under 30 seconds left, uh, which is all a mouthful, but basically like an incredibly ill-advised shot. And apparently they 
they just the the Blazers just put the center to guard uh, Russ. Yeah, who just backed way off of him and dared him to shoot. <laughs> He's the same but, guy and, that didn't close out on Anthony Davis. Uh, and just the Blazers, yeah, fuck. the Blazers are just dogging him. It's Nurkic, Nurkic, right? Nurkic. They yeah. were just like absolutely dogging the Lakers and daring them to shoot. Um, you know, all summer long, no team gets talked about more than the Lakers. And everyone talked about how they don't have any shooting around LeBron and they don't have any shooting around LeBron and it's killed them. Oh, and three, you know, also the Portland trailblazers, your number one team in the, uh, West at four and oh, right now. How about that? Yeah. How about the San Antonio Spurs at three and one? Yeah. Who'd y'all get the other day? Y'all got somebody good the other day. That was a shot. I would prefer if we just tanked, but we probably still will. There's a lot, a long way to go. Sure. Um, the other interesting note, uh, Zion has been ruled out my, uh, this week against the maps. Mm. Uh, my favorite thing that happened this week was the John Morant clip. Did I send you the, the explanation that he gave? What? No, tell me about it. Okay. So there was a clip last night mm. where with like 30 seconds left, he held the ball out, um, at ha- like right inside of, of half court, he let the ball roll up the f- the court, mm-hmm. and he hit him with the gritty. Three fifty two. No, that was at the end of the game. Okay, three fifty two left in the game. So four minutes left in the game. He let the ball roll up, and then right as it got over half court, he picked it up and he started uh, like pointing back to his bench, like acting like he was talking to his coach. <laughs> and when he did this, uh, Ben Simmons ran up on him, and he drew Ben Simmons oh. six foul with this. Yeah. And Simmons is pissed, and he said it wasn't a foul and everything else. But the awesome thing that happened, and I, I, I thought I sent it to you. You did. I remember was this now. Ja, after the game, said that he had done the exact same thing when he was a rookie. What This is probably Ja's fourth year in the league. Um, Close. Maybe. The exact same yeah. thing when he was a rookie. He rolled the ball off the court, and Ben Simmons jumped at him to make a steal. And he remembered this three years later and said, I can bait this dude into a, into a, a foul. And he did. Mm. I love it. John like is that. my favorite player in the league right now. He's pretty fun. He is really, really fun. I don't think it was a foul, just for the record, but whatever. Who cares? He fouled him out. So be it. Uh, yeah, Jaw is awesome though. I like how his team likes him. The way that his his uh, his boys rally behind him and they just have a fucking good time every night in and night out. Like Memphis is just fun to watch. Like it's good. Feels. I love it. Yeah, positive vibes all over. Yeah, they're the opposite of the Aggies. Uh, Lots of positive vibes. and the Lakers. Yeah. They're young and, the and fun, and they're old and not fun. I think that's it, Brad. Let's yeah. get out of here. Let me play out, baby boy. Good episode, Micah. Uh, great great job by you, fam. And until next time, uh, check out earlybirdcbd.com. Go to michaelweiner.com. Use promo code ALGO at both places. It should be fun, even though the loan consultations are free at michaelweiner.com. <laughs> uh, that's it. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.